What's up, everybody? This is Mark Smith for Free Admission FR with Raw in 5 Minutes or So, the March 19th edition. Uh, we're two weeks out of WrestleMania. We have builds for individual matches setting into stone now. Uh, I thought it was an okay show, nothing to uh, really brag about too much. But uh, we got a lot of nice promo stuff, and, uh, and there was some build to the Ultimate Raw uh, GM versus SmackDown GM with Teddy Long and John Laurinaitis. The, the teams are finally getting uh, fleshed out a little bit. And, uh, well, we'll see what happens next week. But uh, this week we start off with CM Punk. Uh, they showed the video from last week where uh, Jericho revealed that Punk's dad's an alcoholic. Uh, Punk cuts a promo, says Jericho isn't there, which gets a huge reaction out of the crowd. Uh, says it's not Jericho's business to reveal Punk's secrets. Uh, says Jericho is looking for an advantage heading into WrestleMania, and he refuses to let the past shape his future. Uh, he says his dad has beaten his addiction, and Punk is proud of his father. Um, he, he compares Jericho to an obstacle and says you can go around them, you can, and if you were Jericho, you could go dig under them. But uh, at Mania, Punk's going to go right through them. Got a big reaction out of the crowd. Uh, Jericho pops up on Tron, and he just says that he was out of line last week, and he's sorry. He won't mention Punk's dad anymore, but he will talk about his sister. Says she's a drug addict, that there's a pattern, and Punk will drink. Uh, Punk cursed out Jericho. I, I couldn't really catch everything he said because he had his back to the camera at first, but uh, it seemed very heated. It was a great promo, great way to start off Raw. I definitely recommend checking that out if you watch anything. Um, after that, we get a, a backstage shot of Big Show and Kane walking. And they reveal that uh, next week they're going to have, at the 8 o'clock uh, time slot, Eastern, obviously, uh, Rock and Cena once in a lifetime, an hour-long special. So that should be pretty cool. It was something I was looking forward to uh, them possibly doing. We had Big Show and Kane. Uh, Cody comes out. They showed a video package making fun of the Big Show. Uh, Cody tries interfering. Big Show gets chokeslammed, and he loses. It was fine. Afterwards, Cody handcuffs Show to the ropes and pummels him with boxing gloves and knocks him silly. Uh, it was fine. Put over Cody. I, I just fear with his heads at Mania. Uh, coming off a commercial break, we had David Otunga versus Santino. Uh, Laurinaitis came out with Otunga. Teddy Long with Santino. Those are the two captains of the teams. Uh, they have a pose-off that starts off, and uh, Otunga the cheap shot Santino. It was a very short match. Uh, Santino went for the Cobra, and Laurinaitis slid his, slid his phone into the ring, where Santino, uh, I guess he just stomped on it a few times. And uh, Otunga hit him with a spine buster for the win. Um... It was nothing, really. Uh, they hyped Triple H, HBK, and Taker face off. They say The Rock's coming up next. They show a promo after the commercial break for Lord Tensai. Uh, looked exactly like Giant Bernard, but uh, when it was coming up, it looked like, you know, maybe we'd get Hakushi back in. And I know this joke's been made on Twitter, but, I mean, it, it was very funny the way that it came up, and it, all these old-school wrestling fans just mentioning Hakushi. But, uh... After that, we had The Rock standing in front of the, the Rocky statue. Talks about when he was 12 years old and his progression of WrestleMania, where he saw Hogan become an icon, Ultimate Warrior became an icon, and how he lost to Austin. Then eventually he beat him, and then says he's going to make a statement later on for John Cena. Uh, after this, The Rock basically segued to Daniel Bryan. Uh, they had Daniel Bryan versus Zack Ryder before the match. They showed Ryder's rally. Uh, let me just speak on that for a second. Um, I'm basically sick and tired of Zack Ryder now. I, I was a big supporter of him to start. Uh, this stuff is just getting too much. I, I posted it on Twitter, but like, first it was, I just want to be on TV, and then tell WWE Shop Zone to carry my headband, and then, oh, I want a United States title shot, and now, oh, I need a spot on WrestleMania. It's like, you know, you got your spot on television. How about you earn it? How about you, you know, you have the fans cheering for you. Congratulations. 
your ring work is not improving, you're still as good as you were in ECW, and I, I mean, I, it's just hard to say that he deserves a spot over the people who are currently being pushed. And, you know, the, he has his detractors also who thinks he's a goof. I, I just think that the gimmick's over now, and, and he's got to do something else besides just put over the internet and try to get these petitions and these rallies. It's, it just makes him look even more weak in the end. But thankfully, Daniel Bryan beat him very quickly. Uh, it was a nice little quick match, and I'm happy to say that uh, the finish was awesome when he counted the Rough Rider into the LaBelle lock. And uh, that's that. Uh, Daniel Bryan looked very strong, which is something that they need to do leading into WrestleMania. Uh, we had a commercial, and then after that, we had John Cena versus Mark Henry. Uh, Mark Henry just destroyed Cena the whole match. I thought it was great. A nice throwback to a few months ago when he was dominating before his injury. Uh, the end was that John Cena came back and ultimately beat Mark Henry with an attitude adjustment, but I was fine with it because, you know, it seemed like it came out of nowhere, really. Um, after the match, Cena was laying in the ring, and the Rock's music hit. He came out, and he hit Mark Henry with a rock bottom and just left. And, you know, that's that, that was the message he had for John Cena, that he doesn't like Mark Henry. Uh, they had some Divas angle from Extra or whatever, which is going to be the tag team Divas match at WrestleMania, which I, this really doesn't belong on the card. But, you know, what is what it is. Uh, Miz opened an, uh, issued an open challenge. Sheamus answered. Sheamus squashed him, basically. Uh, who knows what the Miz is headed to. If, if the, you know, the people who are really on top of the webzines and stuff like that are any indication, they think that the Miz is going to interfere in the match at Mania between The Rock and Cena. Uh, let's hope not. Uh, a terrible promo by Randy Orton. Uh, just standing on the stage in the Mean Gene spot with Josh, Mas Josh Matthews, and it just fucking looked terrible. He just came off like he was out there say reading off a script behind the camera. I could have done without it. Uh, we come off of a Be A Star campaign with Vicky Guerrero, where Jerry Lawler promptly buries her. Uh, they announced that Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger are going to be the next two members of Team Johnny at WrestleMania, which is awesome. I'm glad those two guys are getting a shot at WrestleMania. Following that, they had a match against Kofi Kingston and R-Truth. Um, just a few things to point out. Jack Swagger's hair is awesome. Uh, there were great heel tactics by Dolph and Swagger. Uh, Dolph got the best dropkick in the game. And uh, Dolph won with the Fame Master for the win. It was a good match, I think. And to close it out, of course, we have a terrible segment where Oksana and Vicky have a cat fight. Uh, coming off a commercial break, they announced that Punk and Sheamus will be facing Brian and Miz on SmackDown, which should be interesting. Uh, JP from Free Admission as well said that can we call Daniel Bryan the pro now and say that Miz is the rookie? I agree with that. And the main event of the show officially, Triple H and HBK along with Undertaker promo, uh, basically starts off with HBK talking about the ref, says that he has the end of, the, of an era in the palm of his hand, says he knew two years ago that his time was up and now Taker's in his spot. Uh, Taker interrupts, has a long entrance, says Sean did enough talking last week and he should shut up and listen, reminds HPK that the match should remain pure, and before he could say anything else, Triple H interrupts. Uh, this is where it started to get actually pretty interesting. Uh, Triple H interrupts and says that Taker shouldn't worry about HPK, that it's all about Triple H and Undertaker. Says that there's only been 24 Hell in a Cell matches and that Taker and Triple H have been in 19 of them. Says that Triple H basically learned everything that he knows from the Hell in a Cell. And he knows what it's going to take in the cell to beat The Undertaker. Uh, Taker asks him if he's willing to put everything on the line, and Triple H says that if it means Taker's going to lose, then he was willing and he would do it. 
Uh, Taker goes to leave, but he comes back and just gets in Triple H's face and says, remember when I told you that HBK was better than you? Well, he is. And uh, Shawn Michaels had a big smirk on his face. Uh, Triple H didn't seem too happy. They had a little bit of a standoff. And that's how we ended Raw. Uh, it was a good show. The best match was clearly uh, Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger versus Kofi and R-Truth. Uh, I'd say check out Daniel Bryan versus Zack Ryder. Uh, also, check out John Cena versus Mark Henry and uh, the opening promo between CM Punk and Jericho. Uh, thank you for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And uh, also, uh, JP Nichols tomorrow is going to be interviewing Johnny Gargano. So if you haven't sent in your questions, be sure to do it tonight because uh, it's going to be a fun one for sure. Uh, thank you for supporting Free Admission and have a good night.